When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And good evening, everybody. Joe Beningo back with you again. The Oh, The Pain podcast, Friday, January 21st, 2022. And the Joe Beningo Oh, The Pain podcast, of course, is brought to you by DraftKings, our newest sponsor. And we welcome them. What a weekend it is for DraftKings with the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. By the Hackensack Brewing Company, by Beach Camera, and of course, by Anita Tires. All right, we will get ready. We'll have our NFL picks for a divisional round weekend. To me, this is the top weekend of the National Football League season. Uh, Four games, of course, two games Saturday, two games on Sunday. I am pumped up. Uh, I'm coming off a three-and-three week last week in the uh, wild card round. Uh, Went three-and-three. Interesting weekend as five of the six home teams wound up winning. The only home team to lose, of course, the Cowboys. And we documented uh, what a disaster uh, that game turned out to be for the Cowboys. Can't believe Mike McCarthy uh, still has a job, but uh, he certainly does, at least today. Before we get to to the picks for the uh, divisional round, uh, how about this thought? Isn't it amazing that all of a sudden the playoffs are here and there's no more COVID-19 in the NFL? Isn't isn't it stunning how all of a sudden – after, you know, uh, COVID and the Omicron and everything wreaked havoc with the NFL season every week. Oh, 10 guys tested positive. Oh, this guy's in the uh, in the COVID protocol. Oh, this coach is going to miss the game because he tested positive. This coach is quarantining in a hotel somewhere all right all year. This is what we heard, right? The entire season, all 18 weeks of the season. I guess all of a sudden the Omicron variant is gone because nobody, nobody is missing playoff games because of COVID-19. Isn't that amazing how that happened? You know, maybe the NFL, maybe Roger Goodell, maybe they, they're onto something. Maybe they should get in touch with like the CDC, you know, and, and, and explain to them, hey, we, we wound up getting rid of Omicron. We got rid of COVID-19 because nobody has it anymore in the NFL. Isn't that amazing? Really? I guess they're not testing anymore in the National Football League, and everything seems to be okay. Unbelievable. Amazing what happens when the playoffs come around. You don't think there's any way that Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Joe Burrow, we'll go right, you know, Derek Henry, we go right out down the line, that any of these guys are going are gonna, to uh, miss the playoff game because of COVID. So I just think it's interesting and, you know, like I said, maybe the NFL's onto something. Maybe they can get in touch with, like I said, the CDC, uh, call Rochelle Walensky, whatever her name is. Get in touch with the esteemed uh, Dr. Fauci. Uh, maybe, <laughs> yes. Uh, maybe even uh, talk to uh, Joe, you know, the president. Hey, Joe, I think we got it licked. Anyway, I just think it's very, very interesting how all of a sudden the playoffs are here. No more COVID in the National Football League. Just a, just a thought as we open up the program today. All right, 
Let's get ready for the NFL picks for divisional round weekend. I'm very pumped up. I always am. It's the best weekend of the season. We got two games tomorrow, 4.30 and then 8 o'clock at night. Uh, you'll get the – at 4.30, you'll get the Bengals uh, going into Tennessee to play the number one seed in the AFC, the Titans, and that game will be on uh, on CBS. And then at night on Fox, you got uh, the Niners in Green Bay to play the Packers. It's supposed to be a balmy one degree at Lambeau for game time, which, uh, again, brings up the ridiculous thing of why is why are the Packers playing the game at night? But we all know the answer to that. Then again, and that, that, of course, as I said, will be on Fox. And then Sunday, you got 3 o'clock will be the kickoff NBC for the Bucks and the Rams. No, uh, I doubt there'll be any uh, weather problem there in Tampa. And then, of course, the night game, really the game of the weekend, it'll be on CBS, uh, the uh, uh, rematch of last year's AFC Championship game between the Bills and the Chiefs in Kansas City. Okay, so here we go. Let me take a little sip of coffee here. Because I'm uh, ready to go down in my uh, my wonderful little museum of a basement that I have where I do the show from, which is freezing right now. It's actually 61 degrees down here. So I got all the different heaters on. But that's good coffee, I'll tell you right now. Maxwell House. Anyway, give a little pop to them. All right, here we go. Divisional round weekend. As I mentioned, three and three last week. Overall, I do my picks every Thursday with my good friend, John Jastrzemski, JJ, on his wonderful show. 51 and 45 for the season, including the uh, 500 record last week in the wild card round. Okay, game one the Bengals uh, in Tennessee to play the number one seed Titans. Uh, Tennessee, a three and a half point favorite in this game. Love the Titans. No other way to say it. Uh, I think the Titans are extremely disrespected. I think people forget that they're the number one seed in the AFC. They wound up going 12-5, and five, and they did it the second half of the season without Derrick Henry. I think that the Titans are just laying in the weeds, and watch out for them. Henry's back. I don't know how effective he's going to be. You know, look, he hasn't played for about two months, whatever it is now, longer than that. I don't know how effective he's going to be, but just having him in the lineup is going to be a big plus uh, for the Titans in this football game. Look, I love the year the Bengals have had. Joe Burrow's the real deal. He's a tremendous quarterback, and the future's very bright in Cincinnati. Jamar Chase is the real deal at wide receiver. Joe Mixon running the football. They got a solid defense. You know, uh, really, uh, but for Cincinnati, when you look at them, they accomplished what they needed to accomplish in these playoffs. They finally won a playoff game after 30 years without winning one, going all the way back to Boomer Esiason in 1990 so they finally ended that streak they got off that snide like I said the Bengals to me are a team on the rise but the Bengals aren't there yet and they're going into Tennessee and I like I said I think this is a very very disrespected football team I'm sure that uh, Mike Vrabel has been saying that Mike Vrabel I think is a terrific coach I think he's been pumping that into his team nobody respects us nobody thinks we're any good even though we're the number one seed I think they're they're ready uh, to lay the wood to the Cincinnati Bengals. You're only laying three and a half points in this football game. I'm taking Tennessee, laying the three and a half at home on uh, a Saturday evening uh, in uh, Nashville. So give me the Titans, laying three and a half at home against the Cincinnati Bengals. That's game one. Game two, Saturday night, Fox, 8-15. The Green Bay Packers, the number one seed in the NFC, 
best record in the NFL. They went 13 and four this year against the red hot San Francisco 49ers. The Packers are a five and a half point favorite in this football game. The Niners uh, come off that great win to get into the playoffs off the Ram- against the Rams two weeks ago when they were down 17 nothing, 24 17 late, came back to pull that game out in overtime. And then, of course, last week, uh, the win, that crazy game, that controversial game against the Dallas Cowboys as they beat them 23-17. to 17. I like the Packers. I think that the most pressure this weekend on any team, on anybody, is on the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. This is a game and this is a, 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 a playoff run that the Packers absolutely have to have. They can't lose any more of these NFC title games. They can't lose any more uh, in the playoffs at home. It's time for Rodgers to get back to that Super Bowl. It's been 11 years since they won that Super Bowl uh, at the end of the 2010 season back in Dallas uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is this is a game. This is a, a playoff run that the Packers have to have. They have to at least get to the Super Bowl, and dare I say Aaron Rodgers really has to win it. The Niners have been playing great. The Niners are a very, very dangerous team. They're a terrific coach team with Kyle Shanahan. We know they can run the football. We know they have a solid defense. Now, they're a little banged up because Nick Bosa and Fred Warner, probably their two best defensive players, got hurt in the win last week against Dallas. Uh, They're supposed to play tomorrow. We'll see how that goes, how that plays out. But the uh, Niners defense... A little banged up here. Of course, the Packers have rested really a couple of weeks. Rodgers hardly played in the season finale. I think he played a half in that game, but they wound up losing to the Detroit Lions. But uh, they're a healthy team. It's a five-and-a-half-point spread. And like I said, the Niners are dangerous. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But I really, really wonder about Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, he's got a tremendous record. I think his all-time record as a starter is like 33-15. and 15. He's already been to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago when they wound up going and losing to the Kansas City Chiefs. If you look at last week's game against Dallas, really Garoppolo almost cost them the game. When they were up 23-7, he had Brandon Ayuk wide open uh, on the outside for a big gain. It might have been a touchdown. Probably would have put the game away. He overthrew him by about 10 yards. And then later on threw a big interception in the game and eventually led to a Cowboy touchdown that cut the lead at that point to 23 to 17. He's a little banged up. He's had a bad thumb. He's got a bad shoulder. So I'm a little concerned about Garoppolo. The Niners will run the ball. The Niners will play defense. It's supposed to be, you know, ridiculously cold in Lambeau. I think it's supposed to be one degree kickoff uh, in Lambeau Field in Green Bay on Saturday night. So uh, you, you wonder if that actually helps the Niners because of the fact that, you know, they can run the football like they can. We'll see how that plays out. Like I said, the pressure's on Aaron Rodgers here. I just cannot see the Green Bay Packers losing this football game. You know, you could say, well, five and a half, it's a field goal game. Uh, I can't play it that way. I'm taking the Packers. I'm laying the five and a half on Saturday night for Green Bay to advance to yet another NFC championship game. Give me the Packers laying five and a half at home on uh, Saturday night against the San Francisco 49ers as I take another another pop of coffee here. So you're going to hold on with me for a second. Here we go. Well, that's, that's good stuff, I'll tell you right now. All right. Game three. We move to Sunday afternoon. It's, this game is on NBC, 3 o'clock in Tampa. 
the L.A. Rams coming off their beatdown of the Arizona Cardinals last Monday night against the Bucks, who really had a cakewalk against the lousy Philadelphia Eagles. They were up 31-0 at one point in this game and then coasted to a 31-15 victory. This game, to me, was the toughest game to pick. These two games, the two games on Sunday were the two toughest games for me to pick. Uh, I was back and forth in this game. Which way do I go? Remember, L.A. beat Tampa earlier in the year. Tampa's a three-point favorite at home in this football game. Let's start with this. The Bucs are very banged up. Two of their offensive linemen, uh, Tristan Wirfs, and I forget who the other guy is, is hurt as well. Another guy in their offensive line. So they got two big players. I think they're going to play, but they're a little banged up on that offensive line. You know, Chris Godwin is out. Looks like Leonard Fournette will be back for this football game. But they're, you know, they're missing some pieces here, Tampa. There's no doubt about it. And one thing that we saw last week in the football game against Philadelphia, the Eagles were able to get to Tom Brady. They sacked him three or four times in that game. And the Eagles got a pretty good defensive line. But the Eagle defensive line is not as good as what you're going to see here from the Rams. Aaron Donald, Von Miller. Remember, Von Miller's had success in the past against Brady. Remember the AFC Championship game back in 2015 when Miller was in Denver? Uh, they beat New England with Brady that game. Uh, put a lot of pressure on, on Brady in that football game as Denver eventually would win the Super Bowl by beating the Carolina Panthers and Cam Newton that year. Von Miller, of course, was the MVP of that Super Bowl. They got guys that can get to the quarterback. They got guys in that secondary. Patrick Ramsey obviously leading the way. And I love what I've seen from the Rams offense. How about OBJ? How about Odell Beckham Jr., who looks like he's finally found himself. He's finally got himself, you know, playing the brand of football that we all knew he could do, that we saw back in his rookie year with the Giants. You know, it didn't work out for him in Cleveland. Eventually didn't work out for him with the Giants, but he seems to have found himself with the Rams. And not only... Odell Beckham Jr. playing terrific football. What a game he had against Arizona, even throwing a pass for about a 40-yard completion. But how about the return for the Rams as well of Cam Akers? How about that? He looked like he was, you know, he missed basically the whole season with a major knee injury, came back, and looked like he hadn't missed a beat last week. The Rams offense looks like it's really ready to go. And, and they beat up Arizona last week, really getting very little from their best player on offense, Cooper Cup. He was kind of shut down, but when you got Beckham doing his thing on one side, when you got Akers being able to run the football like he's running it, boy, that makes the Rams a very, very dangerous offensive team. Now, the one thing that you might be concerned about here with L.A. is the quarterback, Matthew Stafford, got his first playoff win last week against the Cardinals after he was 0-3 in his years in Detroit. Obviously, the the Lions are not the Rams. We understand that. Uh, you know, the Rams with Sean McVay, uh, you got to, you, you know, to me, he gets the coaching edge over Bruce Arians. But let's be honest, the real coach of the Bucks is Tom Brady anyway. Very, very tough call. It's tough to go against Tom Brady in any playoff game. He's 35 and 11 all time in the playoffs in his career. Like I said, very tough to go against Brady. But the, the Bucks are a little banged up. Concerned about these guys on the offensive line, you know, be, even if they play, not being 100%. Got to like what I see from the Rams. Got to like that Ram defense. You're getting three. I was back and forth on this game. Didn't know how it was going to go. I got, I'm got. i taking the Rams, getting the three points uh, on uh, Sunday afternoon against the Bucks 
in Tampa. The weather will not be a factor here. Obviously, it's going to be warm. Uh, I'm not sure what the forecast is, but we, we know it's not going to be one degree in Tampa. That we can take to the bank. Give me the Rams getting three against the Bucks to knock off the defending Super Bowl champions uh, in Tampa <clears throat> on Sunday afternoon. Again, it's very, very it, – it, it's dangerous at any time to go against Tom Brady, especially in a playoff situation. But I'm going with the Rams here. Give me the Rams plus three in Tampa on uh, Sunday afternoon. Then the final game, really the game of the weekend, CBS, Jim Nance, Tony Romo, 6.30 kickoff Sunday evening in Kansas City, a rematch of last year's AFC championship game. Probably the two best teams in the AFC, uh, although don't tell Tennessee that. Buffalo against the Chiefs, and the Chiefs, of course, a one-and-a-half-point favorite uh, against uh, the Bills. This is a tough game, man. I mean, Buffalo looks just like an absolute juggernaut in just destroying Belichick and the Patriots last Saturday in Buffalo in the wild-card round. They look like they're just not going to be stopped. Josh Allen is an absolute beast right now, a quarterback. I mean, running the ball, throwing the ball. Uh, their defense is playing at the very, very top of its game. There's no doubt about it. With all that said, I'm taking the Chiefs. You know, I'm taking the team that has been to consecutive Super Bowls in the AFC. Until I see them go down, I'm living and dying with them. <clears throat> it's a tough pick. The spread is, you know, a point and a half. It's really kind of, you know, almost begging you to take Kansas City in this game because you're only laying a point and a half. But that shows you how good Buffalo is. I still got to go with the Chiefs. They got a terrific defense. You know, really beat up. And no surprise that they beat the Steelers up like they did last week. Mahomes had a terrific game. Five touchdown passes to five different receivers. Travis Kelsey is healthy. Tyreek Hill is healthy. They're running the football well. Their defense is back, you know, uh, playing at a very high level. As a matter of fact, when the uh, Chiefs did their turnaround this year and made the big run uh, that they uh, they made to uh, – to win the AFC West, they really did it more so with the defense than anything else. I mean, they're still very dangerous with Mahomes, of course. There's no question about that. Remember, Buffalo did beat Kansas City as I take another sip of coffee. Remember, Buffalo did beat Kansas City earlier in the year. But really, that's that's a different Chief team and really a different Bills team as well. Very tough call here. I'm taking the Chiefs. Like I said, until I see Kansas City go down, I'm going to go with the two-time defending uh, AFC champion Chiefs. So give me Kansas City laying a point and a half at home against the red-hot, looking unbeatable right now, Buffalo Bills. So the Joe Beningo picks for the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Give me the Titans laying three and a half at home on Saturday afternoon against the Bengals. Give me the Packers laying five and a half at home on uh, Saturday, Saturday night against the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Give me the Rams getting three in Tampa Sunday afternoon against the Bucks, And give me the Chiefs laying a point and a half at home against the Buffalo Bills on uh, Sunday night in what should uh, be the game of the weekend. Uh, you got to believe, too, we're going to have a, four pretty close games here. We really didn't have that. You know, last weekend, I mean, really, uh, of the six games, four of them were blowouts. You know, the Raider uh, Bengal game was a close game, a touchdown game, and the Cow. Even though it, it didn't feel like it was a close game, 
the Cowboy um, a Niner game went right down to the end, uh, a six-point win for the uh, San Francisco 49ers. So very pumped up for uh, the uh, divisional round in the NFL this weekend. Okay, let's get let's give the love that we always have to give to our sponsors. And again, we welcome in our friend friends from DraftKings. <clears throat> you cannot have a better weekend for DraftKings. I mean, this is the weekend divisional round NFL playoffs, and this is the way to go. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna bet, you got to do it with the DraftKings sportsbook. You know, they're the official betting uh, sports betting partner of the National Football League, and they're celebrating this great weekend. With huge odds, a huge odds boost for all the new customers, uh, counting down, of course, to Super Bowl 56. New customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team, bet just $5, get 280 in free bets if your team wins. You can't beat that. Uh, and if the sportsbook isn't available in your state, you can still get in on it, in on the action in the divisional round. Everybody can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. Excuse me. DraftKings has given all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code O the Pain, just like the podcast O H T H E P A I N. Get fifty-six to one odds on any NFL team. Bet just five bucks, win two hundred and eighty in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code O the Pain for fifty-six to one odds at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. You got to be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, PA only. New customers only. Uh, a minimum $5 deposit and a $1 wager is required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the week. This is the week to get in on DraftKings. Four terrific games. Four championship games, really, in a divisional round, and this is a big week. If you haven't gotten in, if you haven't gotten on board with DraftKings yet, do it right now. This is the time of four great games in a divisional round of the National Football League. We also, we also got to give some love to my buddy Isaac over at Beach Camera. Been a great supporter of the program here since the beginning, and you can find incredible prices on all uh, all of his TVs. Uh, they've been in business for over 30 years, and Beach Camera offers all the top brands, LG, Samsung, and Sony. Give Isaac a call at Beach Camera, 732-993-6385. Stop in at 80 Carter Drive Edison and let him save you some money, uh, and uh, that's the way to go. Tell him Beningo sent you. Use code JOEB for 15 bucks off your order of $100 or more at BeachCamera.com. And, of course, our buddies, my buddy Mike Jones, still recovering from the very tough loss by his Raiders last week to the Bengals and Hackensack Brewing Company. Again, want to thank everybody. Last Friday night, they came out for our latest live broadcast there. We'll do another one uh, coming up pretty soon. And you know the deal on Hackensack Brewing Company. They're just 10 minutes off the GW Bridge, less than 30 seconds off Route 4, Hackensack's Fairmont neighborhood. Go check them out. Uh, the tap room is open from 4.30 to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday from 2 to 10 p.m. on Saturday, 12 to 8 p.m. Sundays. Uh, come in, 78 Johnson Avenue, Hackensack, right behind the tombstones. Go see Mike. Go see TJ. Go see everybody at the Hackensack Brewing Company. Great place. And, again, I want to thank everybody that uh, joined us last week for the uh, terrific uh, night we had with the uh, Older Paint Podcast uh, at the Hackensack Brewing Company. And, of course, my buddy, my son Johnny, his uh, boss, Ari, over at Anita Tire, 
Westwood Avenue, Rivervale, New Jersey. Go check them out. Everything you need with your car. Uh, you need tires, whatever you want. The prices are right. Tell them Beningo sent you, and uh, they'll take care of you there as well. The uh, Anita Tires, Westwood Avenue in Rivervale, New Jersey. Okay, we got a couple more minutes on the Yoda Payne podcast. A couple things uh, to uh, talk about. Still nobody. You got all these coaching openings in the NFL. Nobody has filled their coaching opening yet. We'll see how it plays out. Obviously, the Giants still looking for a coach and a GM. Uh, they're down to three candidates with their general manager search. Looks like they should have something. I know Mara was talking about maybe today uh, finalizing uh, who they want to be the uh, the GM of his team. And it looks like Mara has also <clears throat> mentioned two names as far as the head coach. Now, it's got to be in sync with the GM, but one is the former Atlanta Falcons head coach. He's not a defensive coordinator in Dallas. That's Dan Quinn. And the other, of course, is Brian Flores, who, of course, was just let go by the Dolphins for reasons known, known only to the Miami Dolphins and what I thought was a terrible decision by Stephen Ross and company down there in Miami. So those are the two names you're hearing with the Giants. First, they got to settle on their GM situation. Looks like they want to have that done uh, maybe sometime today, uh, certainly maybe this weekend to finally have their GM in place, and then they can go on and hire the head coach. But you got openings in a number of places yet. Uh, obviously, Miami is open right now. You know, Minnesota is open right now. The Chicago Bears uh, is open right now. Uh, you know, there's a few other places as well. The Jacksonville Jaguar job uh, is still open. I guess the Raider job is open, I guess. I mean, uh, to me, uh, they fired Mike Mayock, who was the general manager. And it looks like Rich Passaccia is in trouble there, which to me, I, I mean, I don't see how the Raiders let this guy go. You know, they looked like they were dead in the water. All the issues they had, you know, the Gruden situation, the Henry Rugg situation. They were 6-7 and seven after they got beat up in Can at home by the Kansas City Chiefs. They wound up winning their last four games of the year. They get into the playoffs at 10-7. and seven. I, I know the players love Bisaccia. I think the guy's got to get keep the job, doesn't he? But it looks like, you know, Bruce Davis is going to go in a different direction there in, 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 uh, in Las Vegas. We'll see how that plays out. I just, you know, may, you call me crazy, call me whatever you want. I think Passaccia, uh deserves another chance. And I thought the same thing in Houston where David Culley, I thought, did a pretty, a pretty good job with really nothing to have the Houston Texans be a very competitive football team the second half of the season. They had beaten Tennessee. In Tennessee, they beat the Chargers as well. They took Tennessee right to the nub the final game of the year when Tennessee was playing. Uh, for the uh, number one overall seed in the AFC, a game where they were down 21 nothing, came back and almost pulled the game out, lost by a field goal. So David Culley's out in Houston as well. Uh, that didn't make a lot of sense to me, but nevertheless, they're looking for a, a new coach as well with the Houston Texans. So that's what's going on as far as right now in the National Football League. One other thing before I go, you know, I gotta I got to say something about my football team, the Jets here. Number one, and I've said this over and over and over again, and it doesn't look like they're going to do it. I got a bad feeling about it. They have to sign Braxton Berrios. Sign this guy already. Make him an integral part of the offense. They should have done it all year. They waited too late in the season to do it. I got a bad feeling they're going to let him go, and then they're going to go sign somebody else, some other receiver who they're going to overpay for, and he's not going to be as good as Berrios. So I'm very, very concerned about that. The other thing going on with the Jets right now is – I keep, you know, we're two months away from the draft. 
And we know the situation with the Jets. They got the fourth pick and the 10th pick in the first round. They got two very high picks in the second round. I think they got five of the first 40 picks. Uh, I guess it's four of the first 40 picks in the draft. And I keep hearing this, this stuff about trading the pick, you know, trading one a couple picks to get established players and stuff. I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. You know, this team is not one player away from putting them in, in, a, in a Super Bowl situation or putting them in a, you know, as a team that can win a division. Dra- use your draft picks and draft players. You build your team through the draft, not through free agency, not through trades, uh, really. And I know we're going to hear all kinds of stuff for the next couple months. You know, oh, they're going to do this. They're going to trade this pick. You know, they're going to make uh, make the move for this guy. You know, you got tons of money under the salary cap. Why do you need to make any freaking trade? I mean, give me a break. Go out and, and use the draft picks you got and, and make the right picks. That's how you build a football team. You know, you don't do it through free agency. You don't do it through trades. You do it through the freaking draft. And that's what Joe Douglas has got to do here. So, you know, already I'm getting nervous. I know we're still two months away. April's a long way away at this point right now. We're still in January. We haven't, we haven't even gotten through the divisional round of the playoffs yet. But I'm concerned that, you know, like they always do, the Jets are going to do the wrong thing. I, I can't tell you how concerned I am about that. I really, really am. And and they would really show me something by signing Braxton Berrios. I got a bad feeling he's going to be gone. He's going to wind up in New England. And he's going to be, uh, you know, catching 100 passes a year for Belichick with the Patriots. All right. Joe Beningo and the Older Pain Podcast. Again, I want to thank all my sponsors, uh, you know, for uh, all the support they've given me. My DraftKings, of course, what a big weekend for them. Get on board with them for the divisional round this weekend. Beach Camera, the Hackensack Brewing Company, Anita Tire. Everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy all the football. We'll be back on Monday to break down all the divisional round playoff games. Uh, again, have a great weekend. Stay warm. The Joe Beningo Oda Payne Podcast. Uh, all the love, everybody.